Welcome to Geeksploration, the podcast where you don't need to be in a large party to survive this apocalypse. I'm John Williams. And I'm Ben Robinson. There must be no more room in hell because we're talking zombies. Brains. Oh, hey, Ben. Hey, John. How are you doing today? I am all right. I'm happy to be in the booth. How about yourself? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I wish my door worked, but yes, I am happy to be in the booth. Yeah, that thing's gonna gonna kill you. Unkill me. <laughs> well, um, as we promised in our last mini episode, we've got guests today. We've got a whole virtual booth chock full of uh, extra guest goodies. We've got a whole horde of guests. Mm-hmm. Oh man, and and judging by the video, they've even got aminals with them. Yep, we got a cat getting comfy and then running yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. We've got some neon green piss jug action. Uh, well, I never mind. Nobody can see this. This isn't a visual medium, so I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm just uh, calling the play by play. Uh, we've got Dan from the movie seller with us. What's up? And we've got Willie and Ginger from the Grand Rapidians Play Video Games podcast. Hello. Hi, everybody. Woo! This is our first, uh, this is our first three-way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it is the first threesome. Yeah. yeah we're, we're getting adventurous. <laughs> <laughs> Two years into this marriage, and uh, I guess things were getting dull. It's yeah, a little stale. <laughs> So we have previously done a spot on the movie seller and on Grand Rapidians. We had the Grand Rapidians on our show as well. Um, and we're here to uh to make it a make it a big fun Halloween party. Spoopy. Yeah. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I mentioned we were chatting because we all played D D together and we were chatting about uh, how we were gonna do a zombie episode, and uh both Dan and Willie were like very interested in uh Talking about zombies. I guess you guys are kind of into that sort of thing, huh? We love zombies. Yeah, I would say I'm a pretty big fan of the genre. Um, we're in the middle of uh, doing a George Romero deep dive right now on our show where we're covering from like the day he emerged from his mother's vagina <laughs> to the day they buried him in the earth in Toronto. So... Uh, big fan. Oh, so you skipped the conception, huh? <laughs> well, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to go too deep into their own personal bit. He's like, I have six kids. <laughs> I'm not talking about anyone. If you want to hear about conception, I have a whole nother show to tell you about. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, and I definitely wanted to be in on the zombie episode. I always like to say that zombie is my favorite movie genre. Yeah, yeah. You sent me a picture of like your your shelf of zombie movies, and uh, it was pretty impressive. Like, I don't have. I mean, imagine Dan's is is more impressive just because he's insane. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have a pretty extensive movie collection in general. Um, yeah. the The problem is like, so I collect VHS tapes and. The, the zombie, like horror and zombie specifically, are very expensive tapes. Like the stuff that I get, I'm a poor bastard, man. So, like, I get 30 cent tapes, which are all just common shit, like Titanic and shit like that. <laughs> um, 
So, you know, I love getting zombie tapes, but, you know, I got like a really cool, like I got the Dario Argento version of Dawn of the Dead, but that, you know, cost me like 35 bucks. So I can't be buying shit like that all the time. So it's not as extensive as I'd like it to be. That's like the re-edit, right? That was released in Italy? Yeah. So basically, Dario Argento funded Ramiro's uh, Dawn of the Dead and said, just give me the footage and I will kind of do my own edit of it. And he put his own music to it and kind of made his own edit of it. it. It's very similar to Ramiro's, but, but yeah, that's where the money came from to, to do Dawn of the Dead. Oh, no shit. Nice. That's fucking hmm. yeah. rad. Yeah. Is it in Italian? Like, do you have a dubbed version or? Uh, yeah, the version I have is in Italian, so I can't <laughs> actually understand it, but <laughs> <laughs> there's no subtitles. Well, imagine trying to read subtitles on a VHS. It'd just be fucking blurry garbage. Yeah. <laughs> it might be bad. Yeah. It's it's tough. I mean, because it's not like on like a DVD where you can like turn them on, you know, and <laughs> yeah. they're all nice and clean <laughs> on top of the video. It's, yeah, it's not ideal. Gotta use that closed caption on your TV. That might yes. not be good either. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I guess uh, scope-wise, we're talking everything about uh, about zombies. I think the only thing we talked about we're going to avoid is the shit we talked about in our last episode. But otherwise, <laughs> all zombie game is uh, is fair game. So, you know, books, comics, movies, TV, uh, real life. Well, I fuck, know, I, I thought this zombies. episode was going to be like a cakewalk for me. I didn't do any research. I'm like, I can just talk about Left for Dead and some fucking zombies ate my neighbors <laughs> for a couple hours. Week. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> we've got we've got guests on. They can they can take the lion's share. I'm just going to take a nap. <laughs> yeah, you were big on that zombies ate my neighbor game. I had never heard of it, but you you seem to I, you sold me on it, man. I mean, not to the point where I, I actually have played it, but to the point where I thought. Maybe I should try to play that. It's a good game. It's the one Sega Genesis game that I own, and I do not have a Sega Genesis. I just have the game because I like zombies. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I was actually looking up to see if it's up there, and I think it's by our uh, Pee Wee. Wait, (laughs) so this is uh, is not on the topic of zombies, but I'm curious. What what do you mean by your Pee Wee? (laughs) <laughs> Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> yeah, what what kind of Pee Wee Herman? I'm a huge Pee Wee Herman fan. John would like to see your Pee Wee, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a VHS box set of Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> Dan, oh, cool. oh my You've got God. everybody on board now. <laughs> <laughs> VHS tapes of Pee Wee. This three way yep. is going very well. <laughs> So, um, I, I guess we should start like, what, uh, what do we like about zombie movies? Like what, what draws you to them? Being able to like Brains. survive <laughs> and maybe take out some frustration on the whole zombie apocalypse thing, because there's lots of people for it, but then the more lore you get into, the more you realize that it's going to really be stinky. <laughs> and I'm not sure if people would really be able to like bash the shit out of someone in their head to get rid of a zombie. But I mean, especially like your grandma. Yeah, that's the great thing about zombies, though, is they can be a stand in for people. And so you can do any mm-hmm. kind of mindless, cruel violence to the zombies that you want. 
And it's the same as doing it to a person, but it's not a person. They can't feel and they can't think, so it's okay to do it. Depending <laughs> on the zombie movie as well. Well, yeah. Well, so if you've ever really what? wanted to bash a person's face in, then the zombie apocalypse is perfect for you. Because you can right. do it right. guilt-free. <laughs> but you'll have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a requirement, man. Well, unless, unless, you're a, unless you're a pacifist. I think the other part of it is the is the apocalyptic nature of the zombie genre. Like you have the undead obviously. And there's a very interesting sort of angle of like killing humans that aren't humans, which you have, like you had that even before, you know, like even like the teenage mutant Ninja Turtles, remember all the foot soldiers were, right. uh, they were, robots. were robots, right? Cause that made it okay. Mm-hmm. But then on top of the whole, like humans that aren't humans thing is you have the, apocalyptic nature of it and then that you know a lot of the later zombie stories have become more about like how to interact with other humans in this post post-apocalyptic world and the zombies have become sort of more of just the backdrop to that so yeah they're yeah they're almost like like the analogy for whatever the you know shitty thing that happened that took down the end of the world you know that took down the world is you know, like if basically, you know, it, it's hard to fight against whatever the problem is, and it's really easy to become part of it. Right. When right. the world starts falling apart, you know, it's fucking deep, man. <laughs> <laughs> and and during during a time like you know we're in right now with a global pandemic that's been going on for fucking almost a year, um, it feels very. I don't know. I feel like we like our horror to be close to our reality. Because there's some sort of escapism to it. Because you're like, oh, this is really scary, but it's not, I don't know, that real. It makes now look better than that. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, this is kind of <laughs> shitty, but no one's right. trying to bite my neck out and my, my kids are not like eating the dog. So That would be terrifying. That would be terrifying, <laughs> really. If you like saw just some random person, like, like just start gnawing on another person <laughs> that would be like fucked up man. <laughs> yeah no i i think that's absolutely correct <laughs> <laughs> the weird thing is like right now i i feel like if i did see that i would be less shocked than a year ago like 2020 <laughs> has been <laughs> such a fucking mess like i, I was thinking about this a couple of weeks ago like if if there actually was like a creature that rose out of the ocean off off the coast of Japan or some shit, like I would not be as shocked as, as like a year ago. It's fucking stupid what what this year has done to my psyche. You'd be like, yeah, all right, kaiju, got it. Yep, that's the next <laughs> on the list. It just seems seems right. You're like people who are dying dying from COVID are are rising from the grave. Okay, that that's that's next, I guess. Hey, I actually had that one on my bingo card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I would only hope that they would be more of the Romero zombies. Then oh, fuck, a train yes. to Busan or twenty eight mm-hmm. days later zombie because those yeah, zombies with that rage. are like running at you that's even more terrifying. Nope. So that was one of the discussion topics I had jotted down was uh, preference wise. Do you guys prefer fast zombies or slow like Romero zombies? Because I I've always preferred the classic myself. I don't know if it's just more the, more of like. Hey, 
I might actually have a chance of not dying in this world. <laughs> Whereas fast zombies, like we're all fucked. We are, we're done. <laughs> it's over. They're fast and strong, especially if they could like break through doors and shit. Nope. Romero had a pretty good explanation for why they shouldn't run. He's like, they're dead. So mm-hmm. like if they were to run, like their body can't support them running. If they were to run, like they would just break their ankles and <laughs> yeah, be like they're rotting. a puddle on the ground. Right. That's a pretty um, good argument for why they shouldn't be able to walk too, though. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> but if you were gonna walk the picture like an old person, right? Can an old person walk? They sometimes, but they can't usually <laughs> run. Right? Yeah. So. A really old person. I can't wait for all the old runners at the movie seller. Be like, you have a big. Is that a big part of your fan base on Geeksploration? Is old runners? You don't often. You don't often see a zombie using a walker. No, well that's true. No, not very often. But if you're part of the 65 plus running crowd, I just want to personally say right now, um, fuck you for being so much better than me. Okay, you can yeah. at the movie will, seller all day long. I don't fucking care. I can guarantee you, I will not be running when I'm 65. I don't run at 38. That's correct. That's true. I, I, if zombies were around, running is what would kill me. Yeah. They wouldn't get me. I'd run and have a heart attack and drop dead. Well, that, that's the old <laughs> adage. Like, like, I don't I don't need to be faster than them. I just need... Wait, no, what is it? Fuck. They just need like, to be I don't, yeah, I don't need to be the fastest you, yeah. person. I just need to be not the slowest. Yeah. I'd be the slowest. I'm not fast. <laughs> I mean, my kids are slower. Well, and I, I guess that, that also kind of makes sense if you're, if you're looking at it at, at like the Romero zombies being like, as biologically sound as you can, because it's not like magic. It's not like, like people who are bones are right. Like you don't see skeletons walking down the street, like yeah. return of the living dead or some shit where, right. Where that just brought all sorts of shit, uh, back to life. But so I guess I could see that it still needs some sort of muscle. When a lot of them, like 28 days later and shit was more like a virus. So like they weren't necessarily, they were infected with rage. Yeah. They weren't necessarily dead. Right. They were just yeah, infected, 28 days so later. They were not dead. Yeah, so they technically weren't zombies, but it's clearly a zombie movie. It was almost like how House of the Dead Overkill wants to call them mutants, not zombies. But they're clearly zombies eating flesh. Well, yeah, and I guess there's uh, there. You also have to take into account like the term zombie. Like, I I don't think it necessarily means undead, right? Like, it, like no, it could be no. somebody whose whose brain is not functioning on that level, and they're just. Yeah. So Ramiro didn't even consider what he was making in Night of the Living Dead to be zombies. He didn't. He never called them zombies until Dawn yeah. of the Dead, uh, because other people had called them zombies. He called them in Night of the Living Dead. He called them ghouls. Yeah. And the only yep. reason that they weren't vampires is because he didn't want to totally rip off I Am Legend. Because um, that's all I, uh, Night of the Living Dead is just basically Ramiro's thought of how the world of the book I Am Legend started. Oh, yeah, cool. Totally. Yeah. And he was like, I don't know why people call them zombies. Because at the time, the only zombies that mm-hmm. existed, like in lore, were like Haitian zombies. Voodoo. Which were a completely different thing. Yeah, like they were yep. voodoo. They were like slaves. Um, yes. Yeah. Mind control drugs. Right. They were not like, uh, you know, hungry for flesh and all that stuff. Uh, 
Have you guys ever seen Serpent in the Rainbow? Yes. I was just going to bring that up. Fuck yeah. that movie. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. I have not seen it. It's pretty intense. What is this Serpent in the Rainbow you refer to? Man, have you ever have you ever wondered what a dude would look like if he was getting his scrotum nailed into a chair? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Spoiler alert. I have not. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's got fucking so, Bill Pullman. Uh, what is he, a reporter? It's been a few years yeah, since I've seen Yeah, he's like some kind of reporter to go down to report on zombies. Yeah, so it was made by Wes Craven, and uh, it's like the Haitian zombie lore. It's really good for the older movie that it is but yeah it is it has some pretty awful parts in it yeah it's a little rough um but it has it ha- <laughs> it's a more like it's almost like a bridge between the haitian zombies and the modern like romero zombies uh, right. it's definitely worth checking out it's it's interesting yeah and when i say fuck that movie it's not because like oh that movie sucks <laughs> it, it's because it's the ball scene what i was talking about we know, I mean, john, yeah maybe john, i shouldn't have know, talked about we, the script. we all listened to the uh to the the last episode with the horror <laughs> survival games and we know that you're just like a big coward and that's totally cool Jump <laughs> you know the, the the thing is like like as as big of a wuss as i am now especially when i was younger I watched a shit ton of horror movies all the time. Like they scared the piss out of me, but I watched them. Uh, you know, I, I, I still have a very, uh, soft spot in my heart for horror movies. Um, it's just, there's a time and a place for it. That time is like noon, right? High noon is yes, the time. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've, I've got some very good blinds. They keep the sun out for the most part. For zombie movies, do you guys, when they have to go more extreme than just the Romero zombies, do you prefer if they have an intelligent zombie that can do some planning or if there's like a super powered giant mutant zombie like Resident Evil or some shit? Yeah. Which do you prefer? I I I don't. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't know if I have a of a preference between the two. Like I think the like zombies that can start figuring shit out kind of like uh like um Day of the Dead. Where they yeah. have that one dude, and he, 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 they're like starting to try and communicate with him and stuff, and like they're like starting to learn and shit. Yeah. Um. I think they're they're very different purposes. I think the intelligent zombies get more into like the question of like, okay, like is there some humanity left in them? Is there like, can you reason with these zombies eventually? Like, if they're able to figure shit out and and use logic and reason, like, are they really the the you know, basic killing machines that you've been assuming they were. Whereas like a giant mutant zombie is just like bigger, scarier threat. See, I, I am, I like when it goes as far as like, uh, like you said, land of the dead and, uh, 28, 28 days later when they, when they have them like chained up and they're, and they're trying to find a way to, to get in. Like, it's an interesting conversation, but I think I don't, I don't like the idea of like a, a zombie evolving and learning. Cause I think mm-hmm. it was Dan, you, you might know, or in fact, Dan and will, you probably know, what is it? Land of the dead where that, where that one zombie like started shooting a gun. Right. It's day yeah. of like, the dead. Yeah. And uh, it's Bob. Well, yeah. Well, no, in day of the dead. Yeah. Yep. He did it in land of the dead too. Didn't he? A different zombie. See, I think L- land is the one I'm thinking of where, where there was like a big gap. Cause it came out like in my younger, not my younger years, but like my teenage years, maybe. And they walk in like the water in that one. Exactly. Yeah. There's like that, yeah. that big ass city that's, uh, that's surrounded by water. And, yep. and that, that one just starts going ah! like shooting a machine gun <laughs> yeah, in the air and angry. shit. I think that was George Romero's fourth 
Yeah, it was. So, and it had been like this huge <laughs> gap of time between the uh, Day of the Dead, which he did in like 85. And then basically no one would give him money to make any movies besides zombie movies at, at this point. <laughs> and so right. he made Land. I don't think he was married to like Land and um, Diary and Survival the way that he was to the original trilogy. I really mm-hmm. liked Diary. Yeah, I mean, if you like shot on shot on video type stuff or like found footage type stuff, it's. I like I like different <laughs> takes on zombie movies. So it's funny yeah. that Willie asks, like, "What do you prefer?" I like when they do something a little different. Like, okay, so this one might be getting smarter, or this one is gonna have like just a slight difference, and. Melia Joholovich has the largest body count, so I'm all for that <laughs> shit. Like, hell yes. Shoot all the things. But um, I always like just the slight differences. And what was that show? It was a sci-fi zombie show, and like every episode was almost something different. And the one guy was like a blue zombie. And what was that? What was that zombie show? Know. We oh, watched the shit that, out of it. I bet your wife knows it, Ben. Z Nation. Z Nation. Yeah, yes. Yeah. That's what I was like, uh, where there's the dude up in Antarctica, and they go up and, and, yeah. and get to him, and yeah, there's the it's, guy that's immune to the zombie virus and stuff. Right. <laughs> it's really cheesy sci-fi, but uh, my wife watched the hell out of it, and like the ones I watched, like, it's actually not bad, because it's, yeah. it's, it's not like a super serious Walking Dead t- take on it. It's more... Right jovial i don't know and, if that's the right word yeah it's it's entertaining it and they go to silly places there's one episode where these farmers are growing zombie weed they're like growing <laughs> they're growing the weed on the zombie bodies so does the, does the oh, smoking shit. the weed turn you into a zombie no but there are plant zombies in that episode <laughs> so that brings the whole idea of plants versus zombies to like a whole new level, man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> More than garden warfare. But that like that kind of thing I really enjoy. Just the different takes on it. You know, yes, they're undead and they'll eat your flesh, but this one might be like I don't know, super smart or just weird shit like that. See, my personal preference is, like, I'm not necessarily, like, I don't really care. I want the zombies to just be, like, a force of nature. And then I want the story, if if we're going to have a bigger story, like something like The Walking Dead, um, I want the story to become more about how we're going to survive in this world mm-hmm. where, I mean, you think about it, like in Day of the Dead, you know, that scientist says, he's like, holy shit, he's like, we're outnumbered 400,000 to one. You know, like, they don't have mm-hmm. to be smart. Like to pile up Mm-mm. at that point, and so then it just becomes like, how do we survive this? And right. then like the s- intelligent enemy becomes the other humans that are surviving now that the government's all broken down. And then like, I love it when um, an enemy will use the zombies to like attack you, stuff like that, where yeah. they're really just a force of nature. Yeah, like set up speakers or something at your base and. Yeah. yeah, call a, the the hurricane to you. The Walking Dead started getting into that with the yeah. Well, they did that on, at the prison shit, right? Well, that, but spoilers with the 
the skin masks and dressing as zombies and walking with them. And that was really cool. Like, I haven't finished the, uh, we have the graphic novels, and I haven't finished them, but the little differences, I was kind of disappointed between the show and the graphic novel. Like, Rick would have been way more badass with the one hand that he was (laughs) supposed to have. (laughs) But, yeah. I think that's one thing that wouldn't work if you covered yourself in guts and skin and tried to cover your smell and tried to hold your breath as you walk through zombies. I don't think that would work. Why not? Let's get granular. Yeah, I'm curious. Like, what, <laughs> back up your words, motherfucker. Because <laughs> I thought that was fairly clever. Because it's like, what is the identification mechanism? Like, why aren't they eating each other? Or animals. Well, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, but, but they almost never attack each other. Right. So like, like what is the, the, the mechanism there rotten that keeps meat? them from it so if you're covered be... in rotten meat, Lady Gaga style, then, you know, but it can't be sight <laughs> because they can see it can't be, or not all of them can see. It can't be smell because lots of them have, you know, fucked up heads and i'm sure their noses don't work lots of them can't hear because they're all decaying so how can zombies tell a person from a zombie the spirit inside the man exactly. <laughs> maybe they just radiate negative energy like in D yeah. and uh that's what they pick up on covering right. yourself in poop won't hide that <laughs> i do know i do like the way michonne would like chop off the lower jaw of zombies and like yeah keep them as like guards yeah so, so that they can't cool. bite well and then they can't bite her either but like you know she was walking through right but there was also in the Sookie Stackhouse series there was Elvis who was a zombie. that was a vampire but he was kind of a zombie vampire because he would <sighs> Like eating cats and shit. Yeah, that's vampires. He was undead, huh? <laughs> but he was undead. Right, like a well, vampire. Vampires are undead, but a, I don't. I vampire. don't think they're zombies. But when he was dying on the shitter of the toilet, he was more of a zombie. I remember them explaining. He got bit by a vampire, him. so he. But turned sunlight into a hurts him because he was already dying. <laughs> oh my god, he's not letting me have this one. He's a brain Fuck dead zombie. He's a brain dead vampire. Yeah, that's kind of zombie-like. Eating cats. Can a vampire shit. become a zombie? That's the real question. Yeah, is that like there a, is, they like level up? Some? There's Zompire. some Japanese lore where vampires create zombies, like in uh oh, what's the one with the vampire and the cop? <laughs> the Strain. <laughs> Sounds like the Strain. No, the Guillermo del Toro series. There's an anime I'm Did trying to that? think of. Really? Mm-hmm. But. It's not Helsing because that's vampire. You're not gonna have me <laughs> let me have it Bubba. Is, isn't it Helsing? And he's the vampire, and then he bites the police girl, and she becomes a zombie, like a zombie thrall to the vampire. Maybe it's been a while since we watched Helsing. <laughs> I won't tell you no. <laughs> if you want to say it is, you won't get any argument from me. <laughs> But yeah, there's that's a situation where vampires will create zombie thralls. Yeah. yeah. 
Maybe that's what I was kind of thinking how Bubba was from the Sookie Stackhouse series. Bubba sounds like a zombie name more than a vampire name. <laughs> I just remember the description of him was more zombie than vampire. <laughs> Fuck you, Willie. <laughs> <laughs> on the topic of, of like interesting takes on zombies, have any of you guys seen um, In the Flesh? It was a BBC like miniseries. It came out in like 2013, so it's been a while. No, no, I, I only watch so. American shows. Come on, man. I'm a real American. Oh, you're, you're missing out. Uh, BBC yeah, got a lot of great short form story stuff, but this it was a three part miniseries. I guess they made a season two. I didn't know about that and didn't watch it, but it it was a really cool concept on on zombies where basically uh, it was an infection, like it was like a disease that they called partial deceased disorder. <laughs> Or bar- partial disease syndrome because it was Sounds PDS. British. And uh, and basically, <laughs> what had happened British. is like you know, zombies came. They ran around. They killed a bunch of people. Did standard zombie shit. Yeah. And then they like figured out a cure. And so mm. they started like inoculating and like reforming people. And so like the whole show is about bringing previous zombies back into normal society. <laughs> yeah. And all of the shit that would entail. It was great. That's amazing. Well, I the thing I love about that concept is like in every zombie like. Any kind of zombie movie or whatever or show, you have like somebody hoarding the zombies and trying to keep them until there's a cure. And then, you know, the mm-hmm. big swinging dick showing up and be like, no, nah, you can't do this. <laughs> They're not going to get better. Let's we just kill all your family. And then I've always thought it'd be great if somebody did come along after that and it's like, yo, we can cure these people. So can't cure that one because i blew her fucking head off right yeah the the main the main character is like a former zombie and like he still like gets flashbacks and memories from when he was a zombie he was like kind of feral so like like he's put like he's in like the grocery store and like this woman's like looking at him all horrified and like he gets like a memory (laughs) of like oh i remember i murdered her husband right in front of her (laughs) live with these people and he's got like a memory like his there was a part where like his sister when he was a zombie saw him like in a grocery store where he used to hunt and uh didn't kill him because she knew recognized it was him and like spared him and, and uh it, it's just it's really cool how it goes through that like the whole post zombie dynamic where there's like people that are like fuck zombies like no fuck them <laughs> we should have killed them all we should not have cured them and uh, and then there's like the zombie or the undead like liberation front or something that's like fuck you guys we're we fine it's it's crazy didn't we start watching that that sounds familiar I don't know but yeah it's great how somebody's always putting a different twist on the zombie story I have one comic book series where when too. people die they come back as zombies you know within 24 hours. But they're not, like, the flesh-eating, like, bloodthirsty zombie types. They still have their same minds. They still think the same. But they're physically dead. Their hearts don't beat. They're not breathing. Their bodies start decaying. And so they just need to, like, turn up the air conditioner, like, work from the freezer. And like, (laughs) What series is that? Um, I can... I'll have to look it up and let you know. It's in a compilation of zombie comics that I have. But yeah, the oh, okay. Yeah, is is it like like a like an indie company that did where it was like just a bunch like what was it called like Zombie Tales or something like Zombie Comics? Trying to remember, I think. I, yeah. But it's really yeah, cool. I, this feel, guy, I feel like I remember seeing that. His daughter starts complaining that he stinks, and so his wife splits up with him, and 
the president ends up appointing them as like the head of zombie affairs and they're like fighting for zombie rights and they're they're thinking people just because they're not alive they're still people (laughs) there's the drew barrymore show on netflix i started watching before we got rid of it i forget the name but that was funny santa Santa clara diet yeah santa clara diet yeah she wasn't rotting did you say the drew barrymore show not not her show not her talk show (laughs) yeah yeah it's 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 the it's the santa clarita diet and it's got timothy oliphant yeah i I think it what it ran for two or three seasons i I heard it got canceled in the in the big netflix uh, chopping block i watched the first like three episodes and was like oh this is same this is interesting yeah like i I like this but i didn't follow through but i it just didn't completely hook me but i liked the difference yeah that she wasn't rotting, but then all of a sudden they were just finding like really awful people to feed her, (laughs) (laughs) which was kind of like pretty awesome. (laughs) Yeah. That that show kind of came at the the tail end of like the last great zombie epic or epoch where like zombies were huge. Like after the walking dead was successful, they were like, the market was pretty much saturated yeah 10 years ago yeah with fucking zombies and so that kind of after that it it was you know the people thinking about interesting things to do with them to keep zombies fresh because like the walking dead style they were rotting away it's hard to keep (laughs) zombies fresh (laughs) yeah (laughs) well they're not done with the walking dead because now there's fear the walking dead uh what's the other the prequel series there's about to be the spin-off uh the crawling Rick and Carol series. Well, that's for the show, but the Plus there's the movies. Done. Yeah, the graphic novel ended like over a year ago, right? Yep, I went and bought the last co- uh yeah. one of the last copies. Yeah, yeah, I just I I got off the Walking Dead train like after like the third season. <laughs> I was just like, eh, it's too much. Now, I remember several years ago and like I I've never done anything with this, so I I suppose I'm not going to at this point, <laughs> but, um, I, I had an idea. Like I, w- I was like, okay, zombie survival horror, you know, is the name of the game, but like, let's twist it around to where like people are turning to zombies, but I was trying to like explain away the, z- the bloodlust with like evil and souls and shit. So good people that were dying were coming back as zombies because their bodies were being reanimated, but they still had their souls. Oh, and it, oh yeah. And it was also like, oh, never mind. The, the whole conceit of it was that heaven filled up. You know, because there's that quote oh, of like yeah, when, when, when hell dead. is full, the dead shall walk the earth or whatever. Yes. So I was like, well, clearly heaven's going to fill up first when there's no more. So, so, hell. Like, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So so good people are coming back, but they don't have bloodlust because they because they have their souls. But then they're on the run from all the fucking people that are trying to kill them because all they see is zombies. They'd be like, wait, 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 no, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a good person. Like, get those motherfuckers. They're, they're going to eat us. Like, we, we won't. All they're able to say is like, fucking zombies. Yeah, I, I remember doing like a, like a little a little intro couple of pages where like these people die and go up to like the pearly gates and they're like, oh, sorry, like all full, chunk and they go back down. And then this guy just like, this zombie gets up from his grave is just like, what the fuck is going on? I love zombie comedies. Like, for sure. All right, name. Can you name a good, funny zombie kill? Either killing a zombie or a zombie killing a person? I really, like, I really like, um, what was it? In Shaun of the Dead, when they're, like, throwing the records. (laughs) 
at those guys. And I also really love One Cut of the Dead. If you've not seen One Cut of the Dead on Shudder, just find like a free code for 30 days and at least watch that movie. Yeah, it's really good. That movie is fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. Dude, One Cut of the Dead just wait for it. It kind of starts a little slow, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? But then it gets, it's it's worth it. Is it called One Cut of the Dead because it's just like a one-er? Like, like throughout it, yeah. the entire they movie? Actually, one cut through the whole movie? It's one cut of the movie. It, they it record is. the entire zombie movie in one cut. But we can't say much nice. more without giving away the it, whole yeah. thing. <laughs> okay, I'll just say that because I think it's in the description yeah. as well, but it's it's awesome. <laughs> that that by far is probably my favorite zombie movie, but Shaun of the Dead is after that because of just all of the great, like, the whole storyline is good, the friends, the bitchy girlfriend, <laughs> like, all of it is hilarious. Yeah, that 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 adult Harry Potter looking motherfucker that that you know from the very beginning, like <laughs> he's set up to be the one that we want to watch die. <laughs> yeah, he's the guy that's going to get bit and not tell anybody. Yeah, yeah. Right. Clearly, there's always that fucking dude. Guy. And I those mean, motherfuckers are in all the movies. That's the worst part about mm-hmm. zombie movies. Like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I got I got bit like five fucking hours ago, <laughs> so I have like two seconds before I'm going to rip your throat <laughs> out. <laughs> Yeah, that is definitely one of the tropes. <laughs> Shaun of the Dead is yep. such a good fucking movie. Like, and and it, it came it came at the right time too, because like zombie zombie culture at that point had completely permeated like like all movies and media. And sh- like you know, people knew everything about zombies. So it was like we were talking about before, doing something different. You know, where they got to play with all the tropes, and I mean, it still had some emotional moments, like with his uh, with his yep. was it his stepfather? Yeah. And, uh, and then, oh, of course, yeah. it had the, the fucking Don't Stop Me Now Queen <laughs> yeah. song in there uh, the, during, a, during a giant fight scene. the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that movie oh. is actually, Shaun of the Dead is actually the reason that I got into zombie movies. Like, because right. um, I had a friend who was like, you gotta check this out. And I was like, zombies are stupid. Come on, give me a break. <laughs> He's like, no, no, this is cool. Like, you gotta check it out. So I watched it with him. And then, um, so hold up. This isn't your first impression, were, is it? Oh shit! I don't know that's what a whole you're segment. talking about. I've, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Look, Never I mind. Friends. Never saw Shaun of the Dead. I just, Fuck I that. just want to say that, like, what's great about Shaun of the Dead is all the references in it. Like, there are so many. Like, there's the obvious yeah. ones, like when they're like, "We're coming to get you, Barbara." Yes. Um, but then there's yeah. so many other ones. Like one of the restaurants' names is like Full Cheese. Um, mm-hmm. obviously a- after yeah. the dude who directed zombie two, uh, and then there's another rest like Bub's pizza, you know, from day mm-hmm. of the dead and like down to where they're actually like shots in certain camera angles and things done in certain ways that are like tributes to these other movies. Yeah. It's a great movie, like on the surface, <laughs> but when you know those things or when you see those things. It's got this like whole other layer to it, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's totally a love letter to those movies. And like like that that's one of the things like I mean, I, I like to go on YouTube and, and watch videos of like, you know, shit you may have missed in these things. Like Edgar Wright movies are so full of those. Yeah. Like they are chock full of references. Well, and an another uh another zombie comedy 
that just tickled me to death was uh, the first Zombieland. Yeah. Like that. Oh, yeah. I I love the fuck out of that movie. Like like I, it was so um, self referential and like all the cool shit it had with like the rules, like like the, all, all the the graphic uh, <laughs> play they did. You know, like inter, like interactive graphics, and um, I don't know, like good gore, but also great comedy. Yes, I think they kind of lost some steam on the second one, and kind of they lost beat... all the steam on the second one. <laughs> they beat a dead horse. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I'm still disappointed that the TV show didn't work out. Oh, were they trying to turn that into a TV show? That was an Amazon Prime show, wasn't it? Yeah, they made a pilot and that was it. Yeah. Was it any good? They didn't have any of the original actors in it. I don't know. I didn't see it. It was not good. (laughs) I just wish it would have happened. Yeah. If it would have been like a full season of the second one, no thank you. Because the second one was hot garbage. Yeah. I I just uh, got, I just saw that uh, a few days ago with Angelina, like the day after Ben had told me that it was trash. You probably didn't like the House of the Dead movie either, did you? I don't know if I've liked any Uwe Boll movie. No, but I wish I wish I hadn't heard from Ben that it was trash because I feel like I like my opinion was tainted going in and, and like like I, I felt it in the beginning. Like I could see the stuff that I know was was just, you know, like you said, beating a dead horse or just, you know, fucking sequel shit where it's like, oh, this worked in the first one. Let's do it again. Like, I'm surprised there wasn't a Twinkie thing, but they, they did <laughs> right. kind of have a moment like that with the camper. But I still found some funny shit in there. Like oh, the, it's got some moments. the character of Madison. When she first showed up, I thought I was going to hate the fuck out of her, but she fucking made me laugh consistently through in, through the entire movie. I think she's probably the only good character in that whole movie. Like, everyone else is <laughs> inconsistent and sloppy and yeah. just a caricature of themselves. And Abigail Breslin, man, like, uh, the the little sister, I can't remember her name anymore, but she, she's a brilliant fucking little actress, but she fucking sucked in this movie. Holy <laughs> shit. Sorry. It's- sorry, Abigail Breslin fans. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It it was rough watching her little side story. Yeah, it was almost like they were convinced to do a second one and didn't really want to. Like they weren't in it. I definitely see that. It wasn't as yeah, I wouldn't say hot garbage, but <laughs> it, it definitely it wasn't that good. Yeah, I probably don't need to see it again. There was just no new material in it. I think the reason that it that it struck me as as hot garbage was that I I had really high expectations for it because yeah. I enjoyed the first one so much that I was like, cool, Zombieland two, this is going to be fucking great, and and it was so not great. <laughs> I did like the uh, the term getting married. Yeah, that, that was a that was a good little moment. Yeah, yeah, that was that was good. You need to Poor remember to lower your expectations where you go into everything, <laughs> so then you won't get disappointed. <laughs> See, the weird thing is, like Ben's such a conundrum. Like it, it, it sometimes his his expectations are like purposely lowered. Like, like, like he, <laughs> I should have. He's like, I have one. low fucking expectations. Yeah, I every once in a while, he inexplicably has high expectations for something. Every time I get my hopes up. Someone shatters my dreams. I should just know that the world is garbage and everything gets worse. Yeah, it's just right. Like, like you, you finally tried a Mexican pizza and now it's been taken away from you. But there's petitions to bring it back. I'm going to sign it. I can't even have them anymore. So I'll oh, make my own. Gluten. Wait, is it gluten? Yeah. Wheat. Yeah. Wheat tortillas. 
Shit. It's not worth bringing back. Let the Mexican pizza lie in its grave. I went and got one because I knew they were getting rid of it, and it was no good. Oh, get out of here. You just have a shitty Taco Bell over in Grand Rapids. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> you, can't, you, you get that good Mexican food in California. Oh, yeah. Taco, yeah, Bell Taco Bell's are great. <laughs> you should just go to the taco truck that's super sus with, like, two fucking... Uh, uh, what is it? Flat tires outside of the. Uh, That's the fucking spot, it, it, dude. It supposedly, yeah. it is. It's right outside of a laundromat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter where it is. It could be like behind a behind a strip club. <laughs> you know, it's just some really shady ass spot. Though the shadier, the better. If it's permanent, like if it doesn't even have tires, it's on blocks. <laughs> That's even better. Yeah. But don't ask Ben why he was at that strip club at, at 11 a.m. To get a taco. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, pink taco. Taco. <laughs> I had a question for you guys. Okay, so when we were talking about doing this, I was thinking about like my... You know, my fandom of zombies and stuff like that. And I realized, like, technically zombie movies, like, zombie stuff is is horror. But most of it is not super scary. Um, and I was trying to think of any zombie movies that I found, like, genuinely scary. And I didn't know if you guys had any that would come to mind that you thought were, like, you watched it and you were actually like, fuck. Like, that scared me. Or, like, that was creepy as hell. Yes. I think the short answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but I mean, like, like, like creepy. Yeah. But like, sca- like, like, you know, me being admittedly the biggest wuss in the world, like I would, I could watch a zombie movie at night and not be afraid when I'm walking out to my car in the dark. You know, I, I don't think a zombie is going to pop out. Plus, I mean, a lot of them are, they're so entertaining and they're so like effects and gore heavy, you know, like, like. I, I would watch a zombie movie more to see what kind of gnarly effects they uh, they pass my way. Like the first time I saw, I think it was Day of the Dead. Yeah, where where that military dude in the end gets ripped yeah, right ripped in right half. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh man, that is so good. That blew my mind as a as a teenager when I first saw that. Like it, yeah, it was dude. so fucking good. You know, so that's what I look for. You know, I, I want to see them Tom Savini fucking gore Fuck yeah. effects. I mean, you can't beat Savini. <laughs> Train to Busan actually kind of terrified me like fuck those zombies nope yeah i don't know if it, <laughs> if it scared me but it definitely made me like super nervous i think i was probably more invested in that movie than any other um that shit like, was like, creepy. It, like it definitely got me at points where i'm like fuck 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 more than <laughs> well it's very that's movie. very fast-paced that movie like it's just it like is. there's yes, no break there's always something yeah. going on yeah without without giving it away to the people who have not seen it like myself what what uh <laughs> what is train to Busan? no i don't know wait wait why why are you acting like it's fucking terminator 2 or some shit like it, it's <laughs> shocking that i haven't so seen it. the reason better. why i'm shocked you haven't seen it is because i'll tell you right now that is my favorite zombie movie oh shit Train to Busan wow. is fucking brilliant. I've never wow. even heard of it. Oh, it's it's, it's so Korean. good. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Every character in it is fucking believable, and they all have little arcs, and the zombies are fucking gnarly. It does all the stuff a zombie movie should, and uh, the ending is uh, good. I'll just yeah. leave it that. <laughs> it's good. It's, it's, it's good. You like it. For you. But it is uh, like, holy shit, that movie is fucking intense. Yeah, yeah, it's it a is. good, it's a good movie. It's like a foreign film, but like made for Americans. Like, <laughs> I, it's very digestible. Like, 
I was I shied away from it for a while because I was like, hey, listen, everybody who likes this movie are the kind of people who like foreign films, so like fuck that. But then <laughs> I actually watched it and I was oh, like, no, this is like a really reading? fucking good movie. You don't like no, reading I have subtitles? No, prob- no, no problem with subtitles. I have a problem with people who like movies specifically because they're foreign. Like, get the oh. stick out of your ass. Yeah. Like, just yeah. like a movie because it's a movie. Anyway, that's, I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> I don't know if they have a dubbed version, but if they do, don't watch that shit. I haven't seen <laughs> no, it. Like, no, subtitles. That would, that would oh, totally man. fuck it up. Read those fucking subtitles. I don't man. like reading I subtitles. Watch, yeah, but yeah. you don't get the fucking same emotional impact from the people talking. If it's some other dude's voice, it just if it's not matching, it up. just throws it throws it off. Where the actors in that right. all did a fucking great job. Like yeah. the, the I can't remember his name, the dude with the pregnant wife. That guy's uh-huh. fucking. Like, I think that was Dave. Yeah, Dave. Dave. Speaking <laughs> of traditional Korean name, like pregnant undead babies. <laughs> <laughs> what about dead al- dead alive? Right. Yeah. I kick ass oh, for yeah, the Lord. I was... <laughs> I've, I've never actually seen that. I still remember the really? cover oh, I've I, seen from it. the VHS. Oh. I haven't seen it in probably 20 years. It's but, so like, bloody. It's fucking it's great. It's so bloody. Yeah. And just when you think it doesn't get any bloodier, it does. <laughs> and there's zombie sex. <laughs> and then they have a baby zombie. What yeah. the it's, fuck? Fuck yeah. They, yeah, they pull out the lawnmower so and, and blood goes fucking everywhere. Oh, and, yeah. Fuck oh, that's Peter everywhere. Jackson's first movie, wasn't it? It's, yeah. Um, yeah. The guy who made Lord oh, of the shit. Rings. Yeah, Lord uh-huh. of the Rings. Same dude, except mm-hmm. it's a fucking like turbo gory zombie it's movie. It's so Damn. good. And, and I guess yeah, that one's a good one. That would be in like the category of like giant turbo mega mutant mutant zombies more than yeah like what willie was talking about earlier like as far as movies that <laughs> yeah have, the mother that at the end the giant turbo zombie i guess i was having a hard time thinking of like an example of which movies have that because you yeah it was like the resident evil series like yeah but that movie mm-hmm. definitely qualifies and it is a good one <laughs> i thought you were going to go in the direction of the uh the dawn of the dead remake with that, with that little yeah, baby that popped up, the little cgi zombie baby, zombie baby. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that yeah. one's yeah. not as good and I mean, that one looks a lot like my son, to be completely honest. <laughs> <laughs> looks and I can't acts compare a lot the two. Like my son. But uh <laughs> Yeah. I, I I can I can go ahead and say that it's not as good without knowing what we're comparing it to because it's not good. <laughs> but Dan, being such a uh, such a huge Romero fan and being on a Romero kick, like how well I guess this is a question for everybody, but I'll pose it to I don't know why I'm acting like I'm a fucking debate moderator or some shit like I have to say it specifically to somebody. I mean, you are the host of the show. I so guess that <laughs> kind of goes a little ways. Um how do you feel about the uh the remake of Donna? the dead compared to the original i object i, I mean i yeah <laughs> i mean i think the remake is a great popcorn movie it's fun to watch um and i think the original is i mean the the genre wouldn't exist without the original i mean obviously night of the living dead was the was the beginning but um i don't i think if if ramiro had stopped at night I don't. I don't know that the genre ever would have taken off quite the way it did with with Dawn because Dawn gave us Tom Savini, you know, um, yeah. and yeah. it gave us the, it gave us the camp of the zombie genre, right? Like we didn't have like Night is not campy. Night is no. When I when I ask that question about scary zombie movies, to me, Night is one of the scariest zombie movies out there. Um, the fact that it's in black and white, the fact that it takes place at a farmhouse, the fact that like 
it's dark. Everybody and it's in dies. A fucking forest. And everybody, everybody fucking dies. dies. Like that movie is genuinely scary. Yeah. But then you get Dawn, and Dawn introduces more of the camp to it, which is a staple of the genre now, where it's like it's scary, but also fun. Um, and the gore becomes like a lot more enjoyable, right? Because it's like I don't know, you, you kind of like get into how gross it is. You know, it's like when you smell something <laughs> you get a nasty, zombie pie you're, like, fight. You, you're like, oh my God, come smell this curdled milk, right? That's like what <laughs> watching a zombie movie is like. Um, so so I mean, no one you ever. Can't, yeah. <laughs> you can't compare hey, like the 78. <laughs> Dude, I have these big old earrings and George and I used to all the time pull our earrings out and just be like, Dude, smell my earrings. He's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can empathize with that because I I used to have my septum pierced, and so no, like, dude, I would so rotate. Right I would rota- yeah, you rotate your nose ring and you get a big whiff of whatever the fucks inside your nose, mm. like in that little cavity. Yeah. There. I forgot you had that. <laughs> yeah, like and it was a very unique <laughs> smell, and I don't I don't smell that anymore because I don't have it. Kind of, but it's I like fun it. and disgusting, <laughs> which is kind of like what yeah. zombie movies are like. But yeah, man, the '78 Dawn of the Dead is like the greatest. It's like the it's yeah. like the movie, you know. Isn't that uh, Dawn of the Dead where at the beginning the zombie like climbs up on that crate and up into the helicopter blade? Yeah, yeah. And actually what's crazy, that's an amazing special effect. And uh, in the Dawn, there's a Dawn of the Dead um, uh, documentary that's, I think it's called Document of the Dead, where Tom Savini actually explains how they did that. They like put a false head on that guy (laughs) and like... They like pulled it back with like a fishing wire and then they had like uh, they had a dude hiding behind the boxes, like squirting the blood up and shit. It's very (laughs) cool how he did all those effects. But that originally was supposed to be like the female protagonist of the film. She was supposed to do that at the very end in the helicopter because she does it to kill herself because she realizes there's no gas in the helicopter and she might as well die there. So that effect was originally for her. It's a lot darker. And they liked the effect enough that they kept it, but they were like, we got to have, someone was like, dude, Romero, every movie doesn't have to end with every fucking person dying. (laughs) 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 At least, at least let the audience think maybe they survived. Give them some hope, man. Exactly. Like it, like, cause it still mentions that they have low fuel. So they probably died, but you don't see it. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. That. It's like it's this happy ending, but not really, because as soon, like the last line is like, "Yo, um, I think I think we're out of gas." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> w- one thing, one cool thing, like because uh, Zack Snyder did the Dawn of the Dead remake. Yeah, it was his feature film debut. Yeah, and he, uh, I, I, I saw like an interview with him where he was saying, like, you know, he, when he decided to do it, he was like, "This movie is near perfect." The reason it's so much different than the original Dawn of the Dead is that uh he you know he's like I don't want to remake this movie because it's near perfect as it is so I'm just going to take the setting and some characters and say what else could you do with it yeah because he didn't he didn't want to just make a shitty remake of a great movie and uh, I I really appreciate that changing it a little bit like when I first saw it in the theaters I was pissed because I was like why are these zombies fast what the fuck is going on here <laughs> this isn't the same movie that I watched before because I, I fucking love that the original but uh, as the you know as the movie went on and I finished it uh, I, I I was like okay no that was it was good it was different 
and I'm not sure I like that, <laughs> but it was good. And the, as time's gone on, I've, I've, I've really appreciate it more that yeah, it's different. I enjoy the remake and, and, you know, yeah, of course it's, it's like apples and oranges, but you know, I'm, I'm not mad that they made the new one. No, I'm not either. I mean, like I said, it's a good popcorn movie. Like it's fun to watch. Yeah. It didn't change anything. <laughs> it didn't like, it no. didn't like blow anyone's minds, but it's a good movie. It yeah. might bring people like younger folks into the genre to check out <coughs> Chris. a lot of the other stuff. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, have you seen Zombievers or Black Sheep? <laughs> no. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> I've seen the trailer for Zombievers. I've not actually seen the movie. <laughs> if you just need to fucking giggle at stupid shit. Those two movies are it. Or They're so dumb and good. They're zombie strippers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that that's a good one. That one on VHS. Jenna that, Jameson is in it. I've seen uh, some, some clips from that. Yep. It has an iconic kill scene where one of the zombie strippers is shooting pool balls out of her pussy, and she shoots a pool ball out of her pussy so hard that it hits a guy in the forehead and kills him. <laughs> yep. Wow. It's so stupid. Zombie movies do camp so much better. Like like a vampire movie can't get away with that shit. Werewolf movie? No. no. Zombie movies, you could be as fucking goofy Fuck yes. as you fucking want, <laughs> and it so works. So goofy, it's great. Yeah. It was like, what was that one with like the the zombie Nazis from the moon? Um, I don't know from the moon. There's dead snow. Dead snow is about yeah. zombie Nazis. Dead snow. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I might good. be mixing two was movies where there's another like zombies yoga on the back side of the moon. No, there's one no. where Hitler went there's to also the moon. Dead space. I vaguely remember that. There, there's probably like a rule thirty four. For zombies, where like any concept right. you can think of, there's been a zombie mood ma- movie. Made. Oh, I thought right. you were going to say there's zombie porn. I'm like, I'm sure there's I'm, zombie porn. Oh, there is of course that there as is. well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Man, I should have watched some of that before we came here. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we want to take a little break and uh, and you want to watch some zombie porn while I go use the the facilities. Plug in some seventies porno movie here and dub some zombie drones <laughs> over it. Here, <laughs> balls, balls. I'm Agent Scott, and I'm Cam, the provocateur, and we are the Spy Hards podcast. Together, we go deep undercover into the world of spy movies to decode the best and worst of spy cinema. Will the film make the knock list? Well, Cam, what is the knock list? The Knocklist is the need-to-see official classics of the Spy Hearts podcast. We are curating the ultimate list of spy films, and so we're going to bounce all over the place from James Bond to Jason Bourne to who knows what and determine whether they belong in the pantheon of all-time great spy films. That's right. So join us every Tuesday on all your favorite podcast apps. Just search Spy Hearts. That's S-P-Y-H-A-R-D-S. But until then, listeners, good luck. Among the Shadows. Welcome back, Ben. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for having us back. (laughs) Of course. We we almost didn't bring you back, Dan, but we figured, you know what? (laughs) Consistency is important. (laughs) Um, Well, let's uh, let's jump right into some structure here. You know, it's funny because lately we've been talking about how our structure is so brief 
like now with uh with five people it yeah. pro- it, it'll probably probably uh be we a little more a, substantial we've got like 73 percent more structure this time. <laughs> um okay so uh show of hands or dan if you want to yell who wants to go first on uh on first impressions we're talking the the first time we uh we encountered zombies i did kind of already give my first impression <laughs> so well I you cut yourself my... off so <laughs> yeah yeah do it better dan <laughs> <laughs> so my, my my uh my first impression of uh of the genre was um was Shaun of the dead and like i said already i had a buddy who basically it was a dude i went to college with and he was married and so i he would invite me over and his wife would cook for me so as a college student i was like a-okay with that so i'd go over and he was really into movies and he's like dude you got to check out you got to check out Shaun of the dead and i was like that's super dumb he's like no no it's cool and like we talked about there's it's really good on the surface and then on top of that it's got a ton of references and so basically i really enjoyed it when i watched it and um and he was like yeah man it's got all these like deeper jokes and i wasn't satisfied with just liking it on the surface and so i wanted to know more about the deeper jokes and so i started checking out the movies that it references and so Shaun of the dead sort of gave me a roadmap to uh the zombie genre and like all the stuff that i should be checking out and you know from there uh, I got into like the Walking Dead comics because this was back in the early 2000s, and um, yeah, just kind of ran from from there. Nice. See, that's that's interesting to me because it seems like 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 I mean I don't I don't know anything about about your your upbringing really. I mean I know you, I I mean you were you were religious growing up, right? So like, but that <laughs> that seems that seems like like a like a late entry. Yeah, um, for for people around our our age group, you know, to to get into zombie movies, especially since you spent like your entire childhood worshiping a zombie. Yeah, <laughs> hey, listen, man, I've written whole I've written whole papers about why Jesus was not a zombie and all those zombie rules <laughs> that Jesus broke. Um, so uh, he he but didn't I still eat anybody's like to, brains. I still like to troll my family and uh, celebrate Easter as Zombie Jesus Day. But yes. um, <laughs> that, I did the exact same thing. Happy Zombie Jesus Day. Yeah. You know, like the day that, that Jesus rose from the grave to feast on the souls of sinners. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I you said, Ben said that Jesus didn't eat uh, human brains, but you might say metaphorically that he did. And he did, in fact, promote cannibalism. <laughs> you know, eat my flesh and drink my blood. Yes, he did. But that's how you get zombieism, man. That's you know, one step away from voodoo. <laughs> Shit. Exactly. Exactly. But no, I didn't. As a kid, I wasn't into horror at all. Um, my dad would watch horror movies, um, but he would make me leave the room. And I think it made me think that horror movies were a lot scarier than they actually were. Because like <laughs> hearing them from another room and just seeing the lights flickering on the wall and having my imagination fill in the rest was a lot scarier than when I actually oh, started to sit down and watch these films. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're they're all pretty fucking goofy, especially the shit from the late 80s and early 90s. You know, right. Chucky is not a good yeah. movie. The Leprechaun is not a good movie. Oh, hey, geez. don't tell yeah, the Leprechaun's great. great. No. Chucky, <laughs> yeah, Chucky scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. I had a My mm-hmm. Buddy doll, so yeah. Mm-mm. I was terrified Fuck of Chucky. that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Parents get yeah, no, it's hilarious. I was a late bloomer to horror and to uh to zombies in general, but I've I have tried to 
uh, drink from the fire hose ever since watching <laughs> Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> uh, my first impressions of zombie movies it was probably early 90s TNT Monster Vision, where I first saw yeah, the original Night of the Living Dead. And I was just blown away. I thought it was awesome that even the main protagonist gets fucking killed and like the last shot of the movie. Yeah. You know, I've always loved movies. Well, I guess the, uh, they're not quite zombie movies, but the Evil Dead movies also have the same terrible endings for the protagonist. Mm-hmm. Inspired by Romero. They definitely have undead in them. I think I would, I think yeah. Evil Dead would qualify. I mean, it's not a zombie only movie, but uh, it's got zombies in it. Yeah. So I, I, they're more I, demons I think that than is, zombies. Yeah. But yeah, it's more of a spiritual explanation than a yeah. physical. Yeah, possession. But, but behaviorally, but Bruce they're very Campbell. similar. <laughs> it's got the Necronomicon. You got to yeah. be dead yep. being that. Yeah. And Bruce Campbell. <laughs> yeah. Bruce Campbell's the shit, man. <laughs> well, and the cool thing about Night of the Living Dead, too, is like, I bet watching it on TV, they didn't have to edit anything. Like, there's nothing nope. in that movie that you'd have to edit for TV. There's no foul language. The, you know, there there isn't super gore. Like, yeah. it's, it's pretty fairly tame. Um, so you could actually enjoy that movie in its entirety. I think, I think there's a couple swear words. It's so funny that you say that because that movie, Night of the Living Dead, was held up as, like, the poster movie for why the MPAA needed ratings. Um, <laughs> really? Because Roger Ebert went and saw that movie in a theater full of children, and he said kids were running out of the room screaming because of how That's horribly awesome. scary and violent it is. I mean, think about it. Like, that one couple tries to go to the truck, and the truck explodes, and they like they're burning corpses are getting eaten by zombies like it's pretty fucked mm-hmm. up yeah my my dad cites that as like the movie that scared him the most when it when it came out it's so innocent the world was back then <laughs> it's like, like i guess after the 80s when fucking shit just went nuts yeah <laughs> like from like 78 on like holy shit tom savini ruined us all yeah, I mean, Night of the Living Dead started that trend, I think. And then, you know, and then Romero and Savini carried it on with yeah. Dawn. My first impression probably would be a lot later than I would think. But when I met you, Will, I think we watched, what was it, the first, like, the Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. And I was like okay, I can see why I didn't watch this when I was younger, because it was just... (laughs) It was boring, honestly. (laughs) It was boring to me when I was younger, but it was great to, like, start watching the older zombie movies and then kind of quickly progressing to some of the newer ones. And I, I honestly fell in love because of me kind of treating it more like a MST3K in my own home because it's just perfect. It's it's just, he's the brother teasing Barbara in the, in the uh, graveyard and then gets eight. It's just silly. And then he ends (laughs) up like eating her. It's so ridiculous. So yeah. Well, and you know, on on that note, like that right there, 
is more or less my first impression because when I was a little kid, um, shit, I must've been like six or seven. We were going, uh, trick or treating around the, uh, the neighborhood and somebody owned a video store and they were giving out these, uh, these VHS tapes that were called creepy classics that just, it was like a showcase with like clips from tons of different horror movies, nice. but there, there was a, there was a reasonable size little segment on night of the living dead. And, you know, like, like, I mean, it just hit some, some of the zombie scenes and shit. But for me, like the most terrifying thing on that whole tape was just that little clip of, uh, whatever his name was. I can't remember the brother, but Johnny to get you, Barbara, like that was so fucking creepy. And they showed practically that whole scene with, with, with Johnny dying and then knocked over and his neck gets broke. Yeah. And, and then her in the car with that, with that one, like lanky, terrifying looking zombie. You know, like like just coming after her and trying to get in the car and shit, and like letting out the uh, the e brake to go down. Like that shit is intense. Yeah. So I mean, it, it was it was years before I saw the the full uh, movie Night of the Living Dead, but that was one hundred percent. You know, like like a terrifying start to uh to zombie movies for me like when i was a little little kid i imagine yeah if they've got like creepy classics and it's got that cut and then it's got like some like boris karlov right some universal you know, right. Bella type shit vampire yeah. shit on there be like that's that like that real that's boring not scary at all in comparison well, you know i i remember some of the other stuff on there they had um they had uh vincent price's pit in the pendulum which and is they amazing. were showing like little parts where Mm-hmm. Where it's starting to cut that guy's stomach open, like that is a good movie. Um, there was uh, the Day of the Triffids and um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers and the original <laughs> Blob with uh, with Steve Mc- Steve McQueen, I think was yeah. in it. And um, yeah, no, that that was a great fucking take. Do they have some Hitchcock in there? I don't think so. No. Creepy classics without any Hitchcock. Yeah, th- this was more like horror classics. Yeah. So yeah, I think I had body snatchers, but I, I don't know like this particular tape you're talking about. I do feel like mm-hmm. I need to own it because it sounds pretty <laughs> fucking cool. Um, yeah, imagine a time, Dan, where people were giving out VHS tapes. Oh my god, for Halloween. He's I know. That'd there. Be He's I had that there. thing for years. But I will say that um something interesting that you guys might all know about, but I don't know if the listeners do. Um, Night of the Living Dead is part of the public domain. Um, and it's yeah, not yeah. because of its age or anything like that. It's because the film was originally titled, uh, like night of the flesh eaters and to get distribution, they were like, you have to change the name. And so they changed the name. And when they changed the name, they changed the title card and the title card was the only thing that had the copyright on it. So as soon as they changed the title card huh. and no, they no longer had a copyright on the movie. And so it was part of public domain. Um, which is why it spread like wildfire because literally anyone could distribute it that wanted to. Yeah. You can find, you can find all sorts of shitty grade copies of that, you know, at at like dollar stores and shit. There's a whole, there's a whole, anybody and everybody can put it out. Subgroup of VHS collectors that all they do is collect different versions of night of the living dead. Because there are so we fucking have a many. Couple. Weird. <laughs> yeah. I think I have like four <laughs> on your guys. The, a couple episodes ago, Chris seemed to have watched some mystery one that no one else had seen. He, yeah, he watched oh the nineteen ninety Tom Savini one, and I was like, "Dude, that's not the same one." He's like, "No, no, it was." <laughs> and it wasn't until after no. the episode that he was like, "Yeah, dude, it was the wrong one." But that one's pretty cool because um, <laughs> Ramiro wrote that, and then Tom Savini directed it. Is that the one with Sid Haig in it? Ah, uh, yes, yeah. Okay. Um, so that yeah, and, and where fun. where the where the woman the the woman protagonist in that is 
goes fucking burly. Yeah. Like she's not just like a like a shell-shocked mess the whole time. So what's funny about the uh about Barbara in the original is that Ramiro said he spent the rest of his career apologizing to women for Barbara. Um because she, he's like Ugh. she was the most she was the most catatonic ineffective oh. character he had ever created. Um, she is annoying <laughs> as fuck. Well, she doesn't in do that anything. Movie. No. She doesn't do anything. Yeah. It's like um, Oh, yeah, it's very, but I, I can see he that. He does make up for it. He has a lot of really <laughs> great female protagonists in Dawn of the Dead, in Day of the yes. Dead. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but it's yes. it's rough. Barbara's rough. <laughs> yeah, she is. The only movie I had time to watch in prep for this podcast was um, Zombie by, was it Lucio? Ah, uh, you did Fulci. watch Fulci. it. Yeah, the one with the Fulci, yeah. And uh, yeah. I, the, watching that, I had the same thought. I was like, Man, these women are absolutely useless. <laughs> like this is yeah. such a, a like they they just they just kind of like the stand trope there and back like, in the day. Oh no, stop. Yes. I mean, <laughs> it's still men. There's still men that fucking think that nowadays. Whether you guys don't, <laughs> there's still men that think that our women are useless. Or if we do. Or fuck you, Willie. <laughs> He's about to get like <laughs> foot like in his face. Yeah, he's he's about to see a, a a not useless woman in a sack. I mean, it took a while for them to be like, "Oh yeah, women are strong." No shit. <laughs> like, duh. They don't all have to be strong. Neither are all you know male characters. Like, you can have weak characters, exactly. but you know, just don't you know make it with purpose. Not just like this. You know, this, she's a woman, yeah. so clearly she's going to fold and scream and wait for the man to save her. Yeah, we've got four men and four women, right. and four of them are strong. Yeah, take guess which ones. <laughs> but a lot of old movies are like that, though. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I guess there was sexism in the past. I don't know why no. anyone mm-hmm. hasn't brought that up before. <laughs> <laughs> what about your first impression, Ben? So uh, my first impression was when I was uh, the the ripe old age of eleven. I had a I, I was being babysitted, babysat. I was being babysat, ba- babysat. Yeah, babysat by my cousin, who <laughs> um, who uh, I I, th- I she must she was only like sixteen, so she must have like had buddies that worked at the movie theater because uh, she took a, me and my nine-year-old sister to go see return of the living dead three in the theater <laughs> awesome oh and, man uh, three i'm sorry yeah it, it, <laughs> <laughs> i think i said something similar the other night yeah and um like it it still holds like a, a, a like a place in my heart even though it is not a good movie not good. at all um, <laughs> but it was uh like that was my first experience with zombies and the zombies in that movie are so much different than like Romero zombies. Yeah. Like his girlfriend's a zombie the whole time, but she's like talking and jamming glass into her body for some reason. And, right. and, and like the zombies come back in such varied forms. Like the dude that got his like spine halfway ripped out and like he comes back and he's like, you know, he's still out. Like the zombies in those movies pretty much can't be killed. Yeah. Yep. You know, like they're, they're shooting them in the head with cryogenic spikes to like stun them. That's like the best they can do. Yeah. And in like part one, isn't there that, like that, that first one, like the yellow one where they, they, I think they, yeah, they take off his head and his body's still running around like a fucking chicken. And his head's still making noises and doing shit. Yeah. Like you can't fucking kill them, (laughs) which is 
fucking gnarly. You know, that that was something we didn't touch on earlier when we were talking about like the the zombie movies with a sense of humor. Like I never saw the third one, but one of the earlier zombie movies that I saw from beginning to end, it, it could have been the first like complete zombie movie was Return of the Dead or Return of the Living Dead Part 2. Yeah. Those first two were were on TV all the time when I was a kid, and I fucking loved those movies. Pretty they had, heavily edited, I would imagine. I would yeah, imagine. Probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely didn't didn't have the uh like graveyard sex stuff Oops. in the of the first one. <laughs> yeah. They must have like drawn a top on that woman because in the first one she's topless like the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would be fun to go back and see if she even existed. Like see if they if they cut her out if they cut out every scene <laughs> she was in. There it, there's just a weird lack of that subplot yeah. <laughs> this movie is only 46 minutes long yeah <laughs> holy shit oh wait never mind okay well sorry i'm slow I, I mean i think the main lesson that you get from return of the living dead 3 is don't get a hand job on a motorcycle <laughs> does anybody need to learn that lesson That's <laughs> i'm sure there's people out there who are like i'm gonna learn that lesson the hard way i'm gonna go get a hand job <laughs> on a motorcycle i mean well, in in the driving. old days when i when i drove a little honda elite scooter if 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 my you know whatever girl at the time scooter. was like hey i'm gonna give you a hand job while you're driving <laughs> this uh, i mean i i i wouldn't stop it from happening back, back <laughs> at that age when you were driving that scooter around if, if it was like an old homeless guy you were giving a ride and he started giving you a hand job you probably wouldn't tell him no what <laughs> like a hand job's a hand job cash ass or grass <laughs> that's pretty nice to get a hand job from a scooter <laughs> ride. <laughs> <laughs> if it'll get me a few miles down the road, sure, I'll take a shot in the mouth. <laughs> even, even if it was a dry handy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but those Return of the Living Dead movies, as campy and silly and non-impactful as they seem to be, like they did make at least one big impression on like the zombie mythos and... Uh, because I'm pretty sure that's where the uh, the the hunger for brains came from. Yeah, brains. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah. Yep. yeah, I can't think of that I I anywhere before that. And like that is so synonymous with zombies to this day. Yeah, yeah. my kid when she was like five years old was going brains. She's never seen a zombie movie. <laughs> nope. Yeah, that's what zombies say. They say brains and mm -hmm. they eat brains. Mm -hmm. And uh, that came from those silly movies much much to <laughs> george a. ramiro's chagrin by the way <laughs> he says zombies do not eat brains <laughs> no they're too hard to get to they're they're inside a skull exactly like the right. guts are so much easier and and to this day anytime i'm learning a new instrument the one of the first songs i play on it is brain eaters by the misfits because it's super simple <laughs> and fun to play <laughs> so for favorite uses in pop culture uh who's got one uh, hopefully, hopefully all, yeah. all of us yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I've got one, but but this isn't the John show. <laughs> um, I can, uh, I, I have one on deck. Um, I mean, zombies like are pop culture, right? So I try yeah. to think of something a little outside the box. Um, and and it's always in, impressive to me when pop culture starts to influence things outside of itself. And so what I was going to say for my favorite example of this is... Um, in 2011, when like The Walking Dead was really like blowing up and and everything, uh, the CDC actually started a campaign for um, zombie apocalypse preparedness, um, <laughs> and 
And I think that ultimately it was really just a camp campaign for emergency preparedness. You know, it was like, have water, have food, have like, these are the things that you should have ready in case of an emergency. Um, but they marketed it as a zombie aware or a zombie apocalypse preparedness campaign. Um, and I thought that was pretty funny. Um, it, the fact that that little corner of pop culture had made such a significant impression uh, in our world that a United States government uh, organization was recognizing it. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. It got, it got acknowledgement of that kind. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I bet there was at least a few people that got an emergency kit together because of that. The best way to hide anything is in plain sight, right? So if the CDC plays like jokey about it, the government <laughs> doesn't have to admit that it's real. <laughs> yeah. Aliens. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I was just thinking the same thing. I was like, hmm. Hey, Romero blames alien. There, there's a comet, right? The comet is the, re- is the cause of the zombie mm-hmm. apocalypse. So it is alien. Good as reason as any. All right. Well, I have my favorite use in pop culture is, I think, in a video game is the most amusing in Saints Row 3. It's like a Grand Theft Auto game where you free roam in the city and you work for these gangs, but you create your own character in the beginning, and you can pick from three female voices, three male voices, or a zombie voice. And so you can pick the zombie voice, (laughs) and every single cutscene in the game, your character will just do, like, nonsensical zombie moans, and everybody will talk to them like you're talking. (laughs) <laughs> but you won't say like, any words throughout the whole game. <laughs> and then later on, you meet Burt Reynolds, and then Burt Reynolds dies and comes back as a zombie, and then you get to drive around Burt Reynolds' Trans Am with Burt Reynolds as a zombie. And you can be a zombie. <laughs> in too. that game? Yeah. In, in Saints Row awesome. 3, yeah. Man, I think nice. the only Saints Row I ever played was four because that that started like having like superhero or like superpower elements and shit. Yeah, that was but, the one with like the dubstep yeah. gun and shit. I think mm-hmm. the, the Saints oh, Row man. series, like the first one, started out trying to be kind of serious, and then they were like, you know what, fuck it, we can't compete with GTA. Yeah, GTA. We're does. just going to be fucking ridiculous, <laughs> and yep. it's wonderful. I think the fourth the one, you're big... the president, aren't you? <laughs> Something yeah. like that. It's fucking and the nuts. Third... I'm sure in most of them, the big dildo bat. So <laughs> funny. Speak the shit out of someone with a giant dildo bat. That, that's unbeatable. Like, what? Do you, how are you going to compete with that? <laughs> right. <a> big, <laughs> I've only done that once rubber. in real life. And, it, and, <laughs> and, you know, I can do it all the time in that game. <laughs> I would say my favorite, like, cultural thing about zombies is... Whoever hacked those road signs that one year, because yes. that went national. Zombies are coming. <laughs> that shit had me laughing. It still has me laughing. It's hilarious. Like, whoever hacked into that, fucking kudos to you, because that shit was funny. People were freaking out, calling, like, I don't know, their local government, just freaking out over a. <laughs> a sign that said zombies were coming. <laughs> well, and you know, on on one hand, like, thank you very much, whoever did that, for doing that. But at the same time, fuck you for not doing it more. 
Like <laughs> I, I see those things on the side of the road. I want them to say funny shit so bad, and I know people can do it. They just need to do it more often. Well, I've seen the picture of like <laughs> one of them where a guy where it was like, you know, today's my last day. Fuck this, I quit. It's like awesome. that is fucking great. <laughs> I see that so much. <laughs> nice. Well, my my favorite use in pop culture is also from a video game, and so I, I got scared all of a sudden that we were going to have one of those moments where you and I been uh, like like picked <laughs> the same thing. So I was I was about to get very rude with uh with willie and i feel kind of bad <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. no we're, we're editing this shit he can out. take it um my yeah so mine is uh from a game that we we talked about last week so i'll keep it brief and it's not left for dead or zombies ate my neighbors um <laughs> it, it is actually uh dead rising you know we, we oh, did touch yeah. on that because with with that game you know you're in a shopping mall You've got slow as dirt, so fun. fucking like Romero zombies, and you're doing exactly what I would want to do. Like if I was stuck in a mall, like I'm sure I, I probably wouldn't just like run out and do a giant horde of them. You'd get but, bored enough eventually to do it. Yeah. I mean, if there were like a couple <laughs> stragglers <laughs> walking around like that and I had a baseball bat or a frying pan, like and the, the, the sandbox in that game just lets you have so much fucking fun. Uh, you know, and it's it's not stressful like like a game like uh, like Left for Dead or something. But you know, it was that that game is pure Dawn of the Dead zombie fun. It, it is the zombie pie fight scene in a video game. <laughs> exactly, it's, it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, because because in in zombie movies like. I like movies like like the the remake of Dawn of the Dead or Twenty Eight Days Later, where where people where they're fucking fast and they're aggressive and they are gonna fuck you up and right you're probably going to die like all all likelihood you're gonna die yeah. a horrible death. It's pretty bleak. Yeah, but but with <laughs> with something like that, like you get to have fun with zombies. Like I, I run them over. And that would be my mowers. ideal. I mean, of course, my ideal. Yeah, exactly. You know, like fucking hit him with a teddy bear. Like, put on a giant <laughs> Mega Man, like Block Man head, and run around. Like, why not? These zombies are fucking stupid. You're probably not going to die. Um, so yeah, I, I I think that's that's my favorite use. I've I've had the most fun with that. <laughs> yeah, for mine, I decided to go with um, like I wanted to go with something outside of the movies. Obviously, I wanted to see somewhere where like zombies had like permeated pop culture, and uh, so I went with Thriller. Oh yes. fuck! Nice. Of course, good choice. Of course, that's the correct one. I rewatched it again today, and it's just fucking brilliant. Like it starts off, you know, where they're watching a horror movie. Like it's it's so meta. Like they're watching a horror movie, and then they go out, and it turns into this fucking horror music video, and then like it ends, and it's not, and then he's got the eyes, and and it's just it's fucking solid. It's a good song. He's got uh, like at the beginning when they're doing the the werewolf thing, that werewolf makeup is fucking brilliant. It looks fucking great. I I can't say for certain, but I'm pretty sure that was uh, Stan Winston. On that, uh, no, maybe I shouldn't sign myself up for that at all. But, but I remember <laughs> watching a documentary on the uh, on the making of that, and it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, they he I mean Michael Jackson had the money to fucking make something proper, and and he 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 committed. Because the, the werewolf looks good, and then all the zombies look great. They're, like, coming out yeah. of the, crawling out of the ground. They get yeah. Vincent fucking Price to do the, know. the narration bit in the middle. Like, man, it's so good. He's got that fucking badass jacket. Like, that yeah. jacket, man, that shit's iconic. <laughs> the Michael Jackson jacket. Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that might be the best music video ever made, right? Right? Yeah. yeah. It's and, gotta be. And, and yeah. it's just, it's, everything about it is fucking great. It's, you know. They got the dance, and then like at the end, they're like breaking through the walls and the floor and shit. Together. Yeah, when the it's, music cuts out, like it's 
it's a, a genuinely intense zombie scene. You know, and that was 82. So it's at the, you know, the height of the original zombie wave, essentially. Yeah. I and, wasn't uh, even born yeah, just, yet. It was a good year for many things, like <laughs> my birth. <laughs> well, and and uh, it also gave us probably my favorite gif ever with Michael Jackson eating the popcorn. Eating the popcorn, yes. I use that all the fucking time. Yeah. That one's a great one just to pop under a Twitter battle. Just like, oh, I'm watching you guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <It's great. laughs> mm-hmm. oh. You know, I man, I'm kind of bummed I didn't watch that before. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I was such a huge Michael Jackson fan as a kid that, you know, like I, I know that thing inside and out still, I'm sure. But um, I, I, I would like to go watch that. It's been several years. And like I said, that, that documentary on the making of Thriller is is gorgeous like you even see like the the original like art and like overlays for the transformation like the different levels of the mask the transformation is pretty good like it's it's not quite american werewolf in london but it's uh it's pretty fucking good still yeah it's got like whiskers growing out of his cheek Mm -hmm. and shit like it and like like i remember that was the first time i ever saw um what are those called the little You've got those little squeezy thing, uh, like like the the air the air squeeze ball things that like puff up on the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, that, that I don't know what they're called. I'd, Fuck, I'd, what are they called? I'm sure, they have a name. They I've do have a name. It's right on the tip of my tongue. Ball things. Um, face frog balls. cheeks. Yeah, face balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sucks. I'm so pissed at myself because I can't remember words. <laughs> yeah, that's solid. Yeah, that, um, that's a good so, one. So I've got a little little what if for people. I we uh, we started to touch on it earlier, but I'm I'm really curious. You know, uh, I guess this is a this is a two part question, and we can answer one or the other or both if you want. But I'm curious how how the individuals on this show would react if you know during a, a zombie apocalypse. Say say we were in the middle of it, and the government was right to be prepared. I don't know what would you do if like your significant other got bit. Like, would you have the strength to just real quick, just fucking put them out of their misery. Would you have such an emotional reaction to it that you like had to just sort of like get them away from you and lock them out and be like, good luck, but I don't have the heart to actually bash your brains in. Like, I feel like this would be really, really difficult for me. And then also like, what if you got bit? How do you think you would deal with that? I think if I, if I got bit, I would put a bullet in my brain, uh, as quickly as possible. I don't think there's any question of that. Man, if my significant other got bit, that would be tough, man, because I've got a whole crew of people that I need to try to keep alive. Um, I think maybe I'd try to, like, walk her in the basement or something, (laughs) you know, like, pull one of those deals. Like, we'll deal with that problem later. (laughs) Wait for the cure. (laughs) (laughs) Or that problem will deal with you in uh, in about 20 minutes. Right. All right, kids, mommy's got a headache. Please don't bother. (laughs) Oh, and then, you know, you know, I mean, in in the movie that is, you know, Dan's zombie movie, one of your kids would go, I miss mommy, and would open the door, and then at least two of you would die. Yep. Yeah, that would definitely happen. But (laughs) what are you going to do? We have child locks on our doors. So, I mean, only the older ones could do that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah we don't have a they, they better have enough sense and i know how the zombie apocalypse works so if ginger gets a bit i'm just gonna pick up a cinder block and smash her head 
And I'd be okay with that. <laughs> Does anybody want to try to like cut off the limb first? Anybody interested in that approach? Like that never works. I, know, I would but... probably wait for Willie to like almost turn before killing him, unless he wants me to kill him quickly. But I would have no problem doing that. Like we, I think we've actually talked about this before. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, please make sure you fucking kill me. Like, or you could wait until I turn and then you could like put me on a stake out in the yard as a guard zombie too, if you want. That that would be something. You hear that him out there making about. noise like, what's that, Willie? Is there trouble? <laughs> <laughs> you try like like, like rolling uh, out like an arcade cabinet or something just to just to see if he'll play. There's gotta be some some Willie left in there. <laughs> I think for me, like practically, it would probably depend on what stage it was. Like if it was right at the very beginning, because like I've seen zombie movies, but I don't know if I would just generally assume that that was how real life was going to play out. (laughs) Oh, it it, it probably depends. Yeah, (laughs) like like if if my wife got bit by a homeless guy and was like you know (laughs) frothing at the mouth, I don't be like fuck zombies. Got to shoot her in the face now. Rabies gotta take you to the hospital. Yeah, might have to wait to see how things play out a little bit first. But like, if it was clear that like you turned into like a zombie and the rules all applied, then uh, I'd have to take her out. And uh, I wouldn't take any joy in it. But uh, (laughs) sorry, babe. (laughs) Got to do what you got to do, man. And if I got bit again, same thing. Like if it was early on, I'd be you know if I knew that I was going to turn into a zombie, I'd absolutely fucking you know head off into the woods and off myself yeah i guess i guess that would be the the easier way to go about it because for some reason when i when i thought of the question i thought like you know would i would i be able to tell angelina like you need to kill me right now and would she have the strength to do it but yeah if if you have the ability to to just oh blow your brains out there's no way i'd ask my wife to do it she's gotta live she's (laughs) gotta live with that shit it'll be like hey blow out my brains and then go ahead and enjoy the rest of your life (laughs) yeah and and that that's the thing like for me i'm I'm scared that I wouldn't be strong enough. Like, like say I didn't have a gun and I just had a baseball bat. I don't think I could actually like bash Angelina's head. Like I, I think I would probably end up like throwing her outside, you know, and just like, like <laughs> join the horde. Yeah. Darling. Like you, uh, you won't, you won't we remember don't want it, you anymore. If Go I be if, free, <laughs> well, if, yeah. here's if, looking at you kid. If I'm doing my job right, then I won't have to deal with that. I mean, you know, I think that's if, why if, if, it's why it's such a great plot device in these movies, because everybody's yeah. kind of like, it's this great, like moral dilemma of like, how would I deal with it? Whether it's your mom or your spouse or your kid, you know, or you. That's one of the great things about zombie movies is that like, even though the premise is so outlandish, like the dead coming back to life and feasting upon the living, like it's not going to happen. But the subject matter you can use that to deal with is almost universally relatable. You better knock on wood when you say that. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 2020 is is not over yet. Yeah, this is the same episode where we already said we wouldn't be surprised if Cthulhu came out of the ocean, right? (laughs) (laughs) Bring it, 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Just fucking get it over with. Next year, we're going to be looking back at 2020 and being like, man, that was nice. Yeah. Oh, these fucking Jesus. zombies. Shut oh, okay. your dirty <laughs> pie hole right now. <laughs> 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 
So is it one word? Yeah, it's wrap up yeah, time. time. Time to wrap You're, this thing everybody's up. Everybody's final thoughts on 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 zombie movies. So who came prepared with a one word review? I got one. Me. Good, because <laughs> you go first then, so I can say <laughs> <laughs> My one word review is Brains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good call. Yeah. Do you got any reason for that? Or? Yeah, right. Oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah. is, is there any depth? It's it? a one-word review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. I can dig it. I'm gonna say versatile. Versatile. Yeah. That's good. I like that. You can do horror. You can do comedy. You can do dramas, series, one shots. There's so many different takes on it. You can do everything, anything you want. Earlier this week, I watched a zombie movie called Homecoming. And I want to shout out Homecoming. Is it a new one? Yeah. Uh, No, it's older. It's from, I believe, 2008. And it was a politics election zombie movie. Yeah. Oh, where all the all the soldiers that George Bush had sent to Iraq that were coming back dead, they were all rising from the grave just in time for the election to go vote, and they would all go vote against <laughs> the George W. Bush figure. And as soon as they cast their ballot, then they would die in peace. <laughs> and this, this movie is from Joe Dante, who did Gremlins Two. Yeah, nice. He did. He did both Gremlins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. It's a really solid <laughs> zombie movie. It's silly. So they have like corpse disposal units at the polling places. <laughs> like, that's a yeah, pretty one. much. <laughs> that's fucking great. It is pretty great. Um, yeah. So for my uh, my one word review, um, I went with. Uh, a word that uh, I'm going to steal blatantly from uh, House of the Dead Overkill that I heard that uh, <laughs> that I recently heard on uh, the Grand Rapidians, and that is gorgasm. <laughs> 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 because uh, zombie movies, I think, are the best gory genre. Like, the, I mean, you get gore in slashers and this and that, but. Like in zombie movies, the one doing the murdering is already a fucking gore fest just walking down the street. You know, good zombie makeup is phenomenal. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. one thing I really credit The Walking Dead with. Their zombie makeup is on fucking point on that show. Yeah. yeah. You, you from last week's episode would say it is solid. It is solid. I'm trying not to use that word. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, just between that and and Tom Savini's work on on just making you know tops of heads fly off and intestines spill out and just you know appendages rip off, heads explode, yeah, skin yes. peel off. Like I mean, it's just <laughs> without zombie movies, I don't think you would get the the just really disturbingly accurate awful gore that you get now <laughs> on places that aren't zombie movies. Shit yeah. like The Boys, where it's got some fucking great gore in it. No way they that would even be a thing if it wasn't for folks like Tom Savini just fucking pushing the envelope mm-hmm. back in yeah. the late 70s, early 80s. Yeah, man. And I absolutely love that shit. <laughs> yep. And like zombie movies have some of the best kill scenes in them because, you know, you've got hordes of these things and you could just kill them in the most ridiculous, varied and creative ways you can imagine. Yeah. And, uh. The sadist in me just loves that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Just looking for a reason to bash a head in, right, Willie? (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, um, well, my my one word. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I was just gonna. I was gonna go with my one word review. If you if you're ready for oh, it, no, go, go for it. it. Um, I was gonna say um, that the genre is layered, and uh, the reason I say layered is because you know we're talking about all this stuff, and like there's great comedy in zombie movies. Um, that's always been core to it. You know, maybe after Night of the Living Dead more, but uh, from dawn forward, um, there's been amazing gore. Uh, which makes it really fun to watch. But there's also great social commentary. Um, that's always been a huge part of the genre, whether it's, you know, um, Ramiro talking about like the death of the hippie movement in, in Night of the Living Dead or like the racial issues that get brought up in it or the consumerism that's brought up in Dawn of the Dead or, you know, the militarization of science that you get in Day of the Dead, and then on and on and on. Or Weekend at Bernie's too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah, there's always Fido as well, if you guys have not seen Dude, Fido. Dude, Fido's great. I love oh, Fido, yeah. yeah. It's an awesome, awesome movie. But yeah, I mean, there's so many. And then on top of that, you have so many, like, great moral like conversations as far as like what we were talking about. Could you kill your spouse? Could you kill your mother? Mm -hmm. um, are these things human? You know, so you get into sort of these metaphysical conversations. And so even though it's like a fun genre on the surface, um, people who do it well are able to kind of like have that fun angle, but then also dive a little deeper into some more interesting, like human connection sort of conversations. Yeah. And so that's that's what I love about the genre. And so that's yeah. my one word review, layered, like an onion <laughs> or a parfait. And that's like 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 the the opposite side of of the gorgasm. Yeah. Spectrum. <laughs> you know, it's like like yeah, you know, it, it one it's so great for for this gore and but then it's so great for everything that isn't that as well. Right. Uh my one word review, I decided to go with persistent. Yes, because yeah. and that and that's you know I, I mean of course it's a it's a little nod to you know a a creature an undead creature that you don't know why like I don't I I think we were we were, yeah we were discussing earlier like we're not we're not sure how they detect you or or what but and why the fuck are they doing this why why what's the the uh, the urge to feast on human flesh or brains <laughs> but. Uh, you know, they don't stop and neither does the movement, you know, and, and when when they run out of, you know, the the classic like Romero zombie movies uh, uh, trappings, then like you guys said, you know, like with with both. Um, sorry, with both of your one word reviews, uh, Willie and Dan, that that they have to reinvent it and they have to keep like they're, they're not going to stop. They, they, they these zombie zombie movies are not going to go away. Because they are so interesting. Well, they've never stopped making vampire movies. They've not stopped making, you know, the, think of all the Monster different movies. monsters that has existed. I mean, zombies are one of the youngest sort of monsters within the social canon, you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, it, they're not going anywhere. Yeah, like you were saying, like, like before... You know the the Night of the Living Dead and like coining of the the term zombie in in this way, like they they were just what just little little ghoulish servants before. You right. know, there they, there wasn't like the the zombie hordes. Yeah, but I think though the 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 core fear that that zombies evoke, you know, that you know, death is scary. It's coming for us all. 
Um, that shit has been around for a long time. I mean, you look at old woodcuts and shit with, you know, skeletons and grim, grim reapers and the stuff from the, exactly the black death, um, in the Vatican, they've got this fucking really fucking metal sculpture over in one corner where it's, um, they've, they've got this, it's carved out of black marble and it's, it's just a statue of death. And it's this fucking gnarly skeleton carved out of black marble. And in one hand, he's got a sickle and in the one other hand, he's got a, an hourglass. Hell yeah. Super metal. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. I want to check that out. Metal. <laughs> and so like that, you know, that fear of like the dead and, you know, the fact that death is coming for us all. And, you know, with the zombie movie, it's literally coming for you. That's dead and it's coming for yeah. you. It's like the personification of one of the most base yep. human fears there is. Yeah. Well, what's cool is like historically we've always had ghosts, which are like the human spirit living on after the death of the body. But like the cool thing about zombies is it's the body moving on after the death of the spirit. And so it's got a much more, it, it, I don't want to say like, it's a non-spiritual thing, but it it kind of takes that sort of spiritual concept and turns it on its head and makes it physical. Well, yeah, and it's it's just as terrifying to people, too, because, you know, you can be scared of ghosts, but it's still something very ethereal and very unprovable. But you're like, like everyone's is scared of dying, you know, because they've, they've got a physical body. They know that this thing will expire and then that could be it for them. But then thinking like, oh, shit, like this thing that I that I actually know exists could keep going like <laughs> like I don't I don't want that to happen to myself or anyone else I know or anyone in my vicinity. But uh, yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> zombies, yeah. Dude. thank yes. you very much, uh, folks, for for uh, trudging slowly through. Let's uh, give them a chance to plug their shit. I was going to. <laughs> Oh, you're going to do it after? Yeah. No, I, was, I was going to say thank you and then open it up for plugs. Oh, I think that's when people turn the episode <laughs> off. <Yeah. laughs> well, I have a great, I have a great plug uh, that ties in really, really well with what we've been talking about. Uh, for the last uh, three episodes of, of my show, The Movie Seller, uh, we've been talking about the, the great George A. Romero and um, his life and his career. And we talk about all his zombie films and we talk about all his other films too. Um, Cause he did a bunch of other cool shit beyond the dead series. Um, but it's generally the show is me and uh, my two buddies, George and Chris, and we watch movies on VHS and then we talk about them on the show. Um, and you can follow us on Twitter at the movie seller. We're on Instagram and Facebook too, at the movie seller. Uh, we're pretty interactive on Twitter. So, um, we have a lot of movie polls and stuff like that, where you can vote on what we watch. So yeah, check us out. Cool. And we've been doing spooky Halloween themed games. Spooky. <laughs> and yeah, we talked about some zombie games and I might talk about another zombie game. So yeah. Check out our show with Grand Rapidians Play Video Games. You can find us on all the podcatchers. And we're also active on Twitter at Grand underscore video. And once in a while active on Instagram at Grand Rapidians <laughs> Play Video Games. You guys are terrible on Instagram. I am yeah. terrible on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I just. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and if you want to let us know uh, how we did today, you can uh, hit us up. That's my, myself and Ben uh, at email at geeksplorationpodcast.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Geeksploration the Podcast, 
Twitter at GeekSplorePod and Instagram at GeekSploration Podcast. Wait, did I say that right? Mm. No, Facebook at uh, the GeekSploration the podcast page. Dot com go. slash. I don't think I said it right. GeekSploration. W-W-A-H-T-T-P <laughs> slash slash colon angelfire.facebook.com If you enjoyed today's episode, please go give us a five brains review on Podchaser or Apple Podcast. We've still got swag available at shop.geeksplorationpodcast.com and our theme music, as always is Cruising for Goblins by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. And remember, they're coming to get you, Barbara.